You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's say hello to Jaguar punter Brad Norman, who joins us on behalf of the My Cause, My Cleats campaign. Brad, thanks so much for taking the time. Let's go back to Sunday. Take us through that fake punt the Jags ran to perfection against Indy. Well-executed play, and now your team has turned three fake punts into touchdown drives this year. Yeah, we, we really have. It was uh, We've had a lot of success with our fakes this year, and um, finally we had two runs that were to our PP, and finally they, they recognized my throwing abilities and athletic ability in general and put me in to have to be the uh, spearhead of the fake. But, um, I mean, it, it was really well um, schemed by our defensive coordinators, and, um, you know, I, I got to say that it was called to the right spot in the field, and um, our guys executed perfectly. We were, it was the first drive of the game, actually, so we were moving the ball, and lo and behold, I, I hear official teams coordinator um, say that we had our the fake on, and so we went out there, and um, when they gave us the look that we wanted, I knew right away that it was gonna it was gonna work right, and all I had to do is deliver a catchable ball, and um, and it worked out great, and then obviously ended in a touchdown. So it was my first uh, NFL pass. And I'm one for one, and I think my QB rating is pretty high. So <laughs> I think I can I think I can retire from a, a quarterback standpoint uh, quite content. Well, I tell you what, you have me beat, my friend. So you're 100 percent on every category, <laughs> all right, Brad? Uh, but it's not too bad. <laughs> yes, yeah, not too bad at all. Uh, let's let's just say special team players, especially punters and and place kickers, uh, they don't really get the respect other than when they have the success. Uh, that one play that you're talking about now and going back to when you guys played against the Chargers, when Josh Lambeau, your place kicker, he ended up sending it through the uprights, ended up beating the team that let him go. When you see your partners, actually including yourself, have a chance to have some fun and some success, how gratifying is it to be on the sideline to see you guys and even yourself have that type of success? Like you said, it, well, it's, it's very gratifying. It's, it's really cool. You know, our job is characterized by, you know, repeating the same process over and over. And just, you know, usually it's for the punt, especially you're taking a situation that's a relatively negative environment where our offense couldn't convert on third down. So I'm out there on fourth down about to give the, the ball up to the opponent. So it's usually um, a negative swing in my, in, in our away from our direction. So to be able to go out there and, and to be a part of plays that are positive, that either put points on the board or give our offense the ball back or provide some uh, positive notoriety is, is really cool. And it, it's something that doesn't happen very often. So when it does happen, you got to enjoy it. And um, to, to positively affect the game in that way that's noticed and um, shows up on the scoreboard um, is really quite cool. Obviously, it doesn't take away from just the satisfaction I get in, in normal punting and um, providing our defense a good field position and, and affecting the game that way. But every once in a while, plays like that occur where it's a game-winning field goal or a fake punt or, or something like that. And, um, and boy, it's, it's gratifying and it's really quite cool. Jags putting special into special teams play. We're chatting with their punter, Brad Norman. Brad, you came to Jacksonville last season. How has Doug Marone tried to change the culture of the organization since he was promoted to head coach? Well, Coach Marone has really instilled a um, a strong work ethic within the team, a really disciplined environment um, where you know rules are followed specifically, and it's going to be we're going to work really hard and because of that hard work it's going to translate onto the field one of uh, trusting one another and um and just being professionals and you know he he played the game himself and 
he brings sort of a, um, a blue collar work ethic to um, to our team, and um, it, it just I think the the discipline aspect of our team, both on and off the field, um, has really shown itself in the win column this year. So, um, you know, he's he's been great. The, the entire coaching staff has really prepared us well. I think we game plan uh, very well. I think we go into every game feeling confident that we're going to be put in the right position to have success and. You know, so just from the top down, it's it's very uh, it's a very cleaned up environment of of guys following the rules and being disciplined and and working really hard and and those kind of virtues are celebrated uh, within the locker room and within the building. So and I, I think it shows itself on the field. When you look at Coach Coughlin and what he brings to the table uh, from the standpoint of everything you've just mentioned, how big of a di- of an addition has that been for you guys? Because this is not the same organization that we've been accustomed to seeing. It's been one that's kind of fallen off by the wayside a little bit, and, and now all of a sudden it's like you guys are really contending every single week that you play, regardless of the mistakes you're in every single game that you're playing. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it kind of piggybacks off what I was saying about Coach Brown. I think that's the benefit is, is that um, those that are in positions of uh, influence and leadership, from Coach Coughlin's position to Coach Marone to our GM and all of our coaches all the way down, everybody's on the same page. Everyone's on the same page as, as far as what's expected from you, as far as professionalism and you know even the small things of being on time and uh, respect and hard work and, and everything, just the core values of, of what uh, any traditional football team or, or work environment would usually promote is on the same page. So, you know, if the tone is set from uh, Coach Coughlin, Coach Marone, and, um, you know, we have followed in line. We've got great players around us and lots of talent and, and, and coaches that scheme well. And, you know, like once those things become habit of, of discipline, of hard work, of trusting one another, um, it, it gets ingrained deep. And you don't even have to think about it on Sunday then. And it, it provides us the opportunity to win games, be in all almost every game, as you said, um, and then have some success. And, and even though it's, it's challenging to ingrain those habits and to work really hard in training camp and all that, as you know, Cordell, it's, um, it, 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 it's rewarding when you're winning, and that makes it all worth it. Having the season go by and, and to be where we are, it makes it all worth it. Jaguars punter Brad Norman is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn, joining us on behalf of the My Cause, My Cleats campaign that was such a success a week ago. Brad, all teams have personalities. What's it like to be a part of this club that has emerged with such a strong defensive identity and a little swagger with stars like Jalen Ramsey? There's <laughs> there's a lot of swagger on this team. You know, I maybe I balance it out with not a ton of swagger, um, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's cool. It's cool, and I think when guys are – when we're having success and guys are making plays, it's guys feed off of it. I think we've got a very, very tough offense, a very uh, super incredibly strong and opportunistic defense that, you know, sacks the quarterback like crazy, gets interceptions and makes tackles. I mean, it's, it's really cool to have the blend of personalities. You know, you've got Calais, which is kind of the, you know, uh, the godfather of the defense, always kind of imparting wisdom, helping guys, coaching guys, um, being the you know the stoic you know anchor of that defensive line. But then you got guys like you know Jalen Ramsey and, and guys like that that are you know they got that swagger. So it, across the board, you've got a good balance of personalities, um, and that's what you need. You, you want diversity on a football team. You want different personalities to be able to have it all evened out because there's a, there's a place for everybody with that, um, and I think it makes for a very complete football team. Brad, it's okay to say that you're a part of the quarterback club, right? You, you're one for one. You throw a touchdown on a fake punt. Am I correct? 
So I have I a think question. So. If you vouch for me, then I think it is. Well, here's the deal. Here's, here's, the, here's the deal here. Okay, so I say you're a part of the quarterback club. Well, back in 2003, I was playing with the Baltimore Ravens. Our punter got injured. I had to go on the field. I had three punts. My last punt came out of the back of the end zone. I punt the ball 50 yards into the win. I ended up getting AFC Special Teams Player of the Week. Do I qualify as being one of the special teams players? <laughs> oh, absolutely. My yeah, man. I, I, think we, I think we'd welcome you in even even beyond that. But, boy, you put, put up those kind of numbers. You get Special Dude. Teams Player of the Week. You are yeah. firmly in. Hey, man, look, Brad, look, let me tell you something. When people <laughs> talk about the kickers and the punters, bro, I got you back. But if I say something rough about you guys, I have all of the range and capabilities of doing it because I'm a part of the special teams, Brad. That's true. It's true. You are. You, you are given that right now. You are I'm part man. of the family. That's my guy. Thank Good you. to see Brian, the I'm game sorry, Brian. recognize his game. Yes. Brad, let's wrap it up with what was such a special week last week. My cause, my cleats. Tell us about the cleats you wore a week ago to honor your late cousin. Yes, well, thank you for giving me that opportunity. You know, I think it's a great uh, opportunity for guys who will tell their story and be able to tell what's um, important to their hearts. And and for me, it was bringing uh, awareness to suicide prevention. Um, My cousin, a guy named Drew Milkett, was two years older than me, um, grew up, same hometown. The closest thing you can have to a brother, I think, as growing up, we can all associate who was our best friend, all that kind of stuff. Well, he was a family member, best friend. You know, we grew up very, very close as close as you could be. And, um, you know, it was, he was a wonderful friend and, you know, he later in life, um, he suffered from some, from challenging uh, mental illness and and depression. And, um, unfortunately he, in March of 2012, he, he took his own life and it was just six weeks before I got drafted to Carolina, the team I was originally on. And he was the guy that was always incredibly confident that I was going to be in the NFL, talked about it, that it was a, a foregone conclusion. And, and maybe I even spoke about it with some reservation. I'm like, gosh, Drew, you know, I don't know. The the numbers are really hard, the statistics of making it, all this kind of stuff. And he's like, no, you're crazy. He's like, you're going to make it. And even when he was in school, he's like, I don't even know why I'm wasting my time. I'm just going to be your manager when you're in the NFL anyway. And so he was always providing me just unconditional love and support, not only on the field but off. And I looked at him as, as being an older brother and an influence and a role model for me. And, you know, he, he could light up the room with his smile and wit and, um, and laughter and comedy and uh, and love. So, you know, just uh, you never think it's going to happen to someone that you feel very close with, and you never quite know the, the challenges that they're struggling with deep down. And so I just wanted to raise prevention for suicide awareness, for mental health, um, just to get the conversation going because it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a disease that is not really – well understood or known and I think that the more we can talk about it the more that we can support and love those around us if if you are dealing with any kind of challenges having suicidal thoughts or actions to actively seek seek help there's help out there from a lot of different sources and it's it's physiological like any other disease and it just comes up in different ways and in more of the the mental health area so um, for those that that went through it and have lost somebody um, to that. It's it's crushing. There's still a part of me today that struggles with it, and it's um, you know it, I, I can speak for all of our family and friends and people that knew and loved Drew that it it leaves a hole in your heart. So um, I just wanted to get the conversation going to honor Drew um, because he was one of my, my biggest fans, and to have his likeness on my cleats, to have a good punting game, to to shoot throw a fake. 
fake punt. I mean, if that's not Providence, I'm not sure what is. And um, it, it was just an honor um, to support that cause, to wear his likeness on my cleats, and uh, to, tri- to give him tribute um, for everything that he had done for me um, and to remember him by. Brad, thanks so much for sharing that thoughtful story. And thanks for joining us today on the NFL on TuneIn. We enjoyed the conversation. Good luck in a big game coming up on Sunday against Seattle. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.